I would imagine that most of you guys in this audience have your typical 9-to-5 job. You guys wake up every morning, and whether you feel like it or not, you go to work. You are paid a fraction of the salary that your average NBA player is making. Most NBA players, they are making more money in a week with your top tier players making more money in a single game than your average upper middle class American brings home in a year. Let's assume for one second that your 9 to 5 job holds you to the same standards that NBA players are held to. There's approximately 260 work days in a year. Subtract your three weeks of vacation, you're left with 245 miserable days of work. Now, under the new rule implemented by Adam Silver this season, one of the only things, by the way, that Alice has actually gotten right... You know, this dude is such a disaster. We might dismantle Alice Silver again later in this video. Starting this season, though, NBA players, they have to compete in a minimum of 65 regular season games to be in consideration for postseason awards. MVP, Offensive, Defensive Player of the Year, All-NBA, stuff like that. NBA players, they got to compete in 80% of the regular season to qualify for postseason awards. Now, let's apply this same standard to your job. If you were given the luxury of only working 80% of your available work days, that means you'd be working about 196 days a year, about 39 weeks, which means you would have over three months every year off work. Sounds nice, right? If you told the average middle class worker they could make $100,000 a year while only working 39 weeks, I'd be willing to bet 100% of the workforce they would gladly accept those terms. They wouldn't complain about having to work. They wouldn't call in sick with a bruised boodle. They wouldn't miss an additional week of work because they're experiencing post-nasal drip. Most people, not all, but most people, they would bust their ass during those 39 weeks of work. There's a huge difference between your average middle class worker and your average complainer in the NBA. Middle class Americans don't have the luxury of having a sense of entitlement. Over the past week or so, Joel Embiid has been catching shit for missing games. Last weekend, the Sixers had a nationally televised game against the Nuggets. Television executives were pissed off because Joel Embiid missed the game. Fans on social media were accusing him of being afraid of Nikola Jokic. Right now, Embiid is one of the front runners to win the MVP award. The same MVP award that he was given last year because the shit fucks in the woke media refused to consider Nikola Jokic because he's the white man. This season, Jokic will likely win the award that many feel that he should have won last year. This year, though, the mainstream media, they won't be able to fall back on the excuse of mythical racism because Joel Embiid is dangerously close to not playing 65 games. Tuesday night, the Sixers traveled to the People's Republic of California, the country being run by the aspiring communist dictator Gabby Newsom. Sixers traveled to the land of Wiener to play Draymond Green and the Rainbow Warriors. Joel Embiid has been battling through a knee injury this season. According to The Athletic, the only reason he played against the Rainbow Warriors on Tuesday night was because of the increased scrutiny that he was receiving from fans in the media. <laughs> Yeah, scrutiny might have played a minor role here in this decision to play, but if I had to guess, the possibility of losing his second consecutive MVP award played a much larger role. 
The injury clearly bothered him as the Sixers lost to the Butt Bongo Brigade. Yesterday, Draymond Green, he addressed the situation with Joel Embiid on his podcast, or what he likes to call the new media. Have you guys heard about the new media? It's another entitled idea from NBA players led by the insufferable Draymond Green, where NBA players will cover themselves instead of being covered by sports journalists. It's similar to how police departments investigate themselves when corrupt officers are involved in crime. Dre Dre, he addressed the situation with Joel Embiid where he complained about this new rule in the NBA which requires NBA players to actually show up to work. Watch for yourself. Joel playing tonight felt very much so because of the 65-game limit. Well, I think it's actually quite bullshit. Guys didn't face those rules before. I don't really bang with it. And now we got one of our premier faces in this league, the MVP of our league, possibly hurt for an extended period of time because he's forcing it. Hey, Draymond Green, you know what I think is bullshit? NBA players complaining about having to work. Now, it's not only Draymond Green complaining about this. Tyrese Halliburton echoed the same sentiment. Why are we being penalized for missing games? Um, let me ask you something, Ty and Dre. Feel free to answer this question, too. Why have NBA fans been penalized for years because you miss games? Last night, I'm on the Pelicans forum before the game. Pels played in Houston last night. Houston's five, maybe six hours from New Orleans. A lot of fans are willing to make the drive to Houston to watch the game. few hours before tip-off last night, it's announced that Zion Williamson will miss the game because of a bone contusion on his left foot. Well, KC, that sounds serious. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking bruise. Now, full transparency here. I'm good with the Pelicans being overly cautious with Zion because I want him available in the playoffs. I'm just using this as an example because it just happened last night. This same scenario, it has been happening throughout the NBA for a decade now. Fans pay hundreds of dollars for tickets. In some cases, they travel across state lines for the chance to see their favorite NBA players play. They get to the arena and the dude is in street clothes. I have yet to see one player complain about fans being penalized. I've yet to see one NBA player offer to reimburse fans because they chose to rest. But when the roles are reversed and it's the players being penalized, they want to bitch about it. Michael Jordan gave 100% every night. And it wasn't just him. Kobe Bryant did the same thing. Most players in past generations, they were willing to compete their ass off. I remember in the late 90s, the Bulls were playing in an exhibition game over in Paris. Michael Jordan put on a clinic. He was asked why he went all out in a meaningless exhibition game overseas. Michael Jordan replied, There's a kid in this arena that has never had the chance to see me play. I owe it to that kid to give him my best. That mentality, that mentality is lost in the modern NBA. You heard Draymond Green complain, guys in the past didn't have to play by these rules. Why do we have to? It's unfair. <laughs> There's an easy explanation for this. You know why players from past eras didn't have to play a minimum of 65 games to qualify for postseason awards? 
David Stern didn't have to implement a rule to encourage players to show up to work. Back then, players were willing to play because that's what they were being paid to do. Part of me actually feels bad for Joel Embiid because he's the victim in this situation. You know that old saying, all it takes is one person to ruin things for everyone else? Right now, Joel Embiid is suffering the consequences of years, I mean years, of NBA players taking advantage of the system. Years of NBA players treating the regular season like it doesn't matter. Years of NBA players treating their own fan base like we don't matter. Adam Silver should not have to implement a rule that forces NBA players to do their jobs. It should go without saying. We're paying you millions of dollars. We have an 82-game season. We expect you to show up for all 82 games. You want to know the real reason that Draymond Green and other players are complaining about this rule? They are disguising their complaints as being concerned about player safety. We have guys risking further injury. It's not safe. This is no longer a safe space. Yeah, the real reason NBA players are upset about this rule, it's costing them millions of dollars. A lot of these players, they have incentives in their contract. Make first team all NBA, you make an additional 3 million or 5 million, whatever the fuck. Rookie of the year all defense, you get the point. There's financial incentives in their contracts, but they miss out on those incentives if they don't play 65 games. That is the real reason players are pressuring Adam Silver to eliminate this rule. You know what? It would not surprise me if Adam transitions back to Alice this summer and eliminates the rule. Alice Silver is not the boss in the NBA. The players are in charge of this league. Fans are tired of the garbage. Fans are tired of the entitlement. You want to know why the NBA has been struggling to eclipse a million viewers for games on ESPN and TNT lately? As a fan, it has become incredibly frustrating to watch this product. I almost tweeted what I'm about to say last night, but I was watching the Pelicans game on delay, so I didn't want to accidentally see the outcome of the game on Twitter. Lately, though, I find myself getting angry, bitter, when I'm watching the NBA. The incompetent officiating in this league, it makes the product suck. I mean, it sucks. And no one is allowed to address it. During the game last night, on multiple occasions, Joel Myers and Antonio Daniels, they wanted to call out the incompetent officiating. They're not allowed to. They'll get fined. And these local broadcasters, they're not making millions of dollars every year. They can't afford to take a $40,000 fine for calling out the obvious. NBA officials last night, they were trying their best to give that game to the Houston Rockets. The NBA is no longer about rewarding the best players. They reward the best actors. If you have the ability to act like you're fouled, you'll get the call. All you got to do is turn your head, you'll get the call. Players are flopping onto the floor. They're dramatically falling all over the place. It's whistle after whistle after whistle. Games are being won at the free throw line. And if you don't believe me, Go ask Steve Kerr. Go ask Anthony Edwards. Go ask Taylor Jenkins. I saw a report last week. My Pelicans, we have been the victims of the worst officiating throughout the NBA all season. The Pelicans have been the victims of the most missed calls, the most blown calls. There have been several games this season where the Pelicans lost because of the incompetent officiating. As a fan, there is nothing more frustrating than watching your team get screwed by some doofus with a whistle. 
All the while, Alice Silver does absolutely nothing about it. As the season progresses, the officiating is actually getting worse. If anyone has the audacity to complain about it, Alice takes their money. And then he wonders why fewer and fewer people are watching this garbage. I hate to say it, it's only going to get worse. It was announced yesterday that Adam Silver was signing an extension with the NBA. He will continue sinking this Titanic through 2030. How does that happen? How does the worst commissioner in sports get offered a multi-year extension? Adam Silver is personally responsible for destroying this league. I hate to see what the NBA looks like in 2030. Teams will be averaging 200 points a game. But give me your thoughts. Draymond Green, other NBA players, they're complaining about having to actually play. What do you think of this rule where players are required to play 65 games to be considered for postseason awards? Some claim it's unfair to players who get injured, but my thing is, if you're injured, you're not likely to get awarded anyway. This league, they better start thinking about their fan base because if they're not careful, they're not going to have one. But give me your thoughts on this. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.